Original post April 9, 2017 I wanted to revisit this thought as we go into Easter, but there is a reference to something that had happened at the time I wrote this, so please don't think I'm tripping and not knowing what day today is, smiley face. And the seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world are become, are now, the kingdoms of our Lord, and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Revelation 11:15. Since the dawn of our existence, our most confusing and heavily debated aspect of Christianity has been death, the rapture, heaven, hell, and the second coming of Jesus Christ to earth and where exactly it is that believers will go. In honor of Holy Week, I wanted to do something a little different and I know for me personally, I have never heard very much teaching on these subjects, so I will hopefully take the next few posts and prayerfully do just that. And as today is Palm Sunday and there has already been attacks against our Egyptian brothers and sisters in Christ as they worshipped this morning and many gave their lives for that worship and now have become more in the list of martyrs that do have a special place of honor under the altar of the throne of God. And as we get deeper into this series, Lord will, I will give you scriptures to back up every word that I write, it is imperative that we keep ever fresh on our hearts and minds, setting our affections on things above whom we serve and why we serve him and most importantly that even though at the present moment, Satan is the god of this world, the day soon approaches when all things will be fulfilled and Jesus Christ will take his rightful position as king of this earth. Many have always heard, get saved and go to heaven when you die. Well that is partially true and we will deal that later in our series. When we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior, we are given absolute promises from God, that we are His, that nothing can change that. And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father, which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. John 10 28-30 We cannot be taken from Him unless we are willing to be taken. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Ephesians 4:30. So we know that our souls are sealed by His Holy Spirit, and as we do not grieve Him by turning our backs on Him, and committing acts that we know are sinful, never asking Him for forgiveness, and taking the good gift of His Spirit and His salvation as a light thing and taking it for granted and arguing against one another when all time is at hand. Therefore leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, basic discussion, let us go on to perfection, maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works, and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptisms, and of the laying on of hands, and of the resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. And this we will do, if God permit. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened, and have tasted of the heavenly gift, and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost, and have tasted the good word of God, and the powers of the world to come. If they shall fall away, to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh, again, and put him to an open shame. For the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh oft, often, upon it, and bringeth forth herbs meat, useful, for them by whom it is dressed, cultivated, receiveth blessing from God, but that which beareth, brings forth, thorns and briars is rejected, and is nigh unto cursing, being cursed, whose end is to be burned. But beloved, we are persuaded, confident about, better things of you, and things that accompany salvation, thus we speak. Hebrews 6 1-9 Proof positive that we have been given the greatest gift receivable, as being vessels indwelt by the Spirit of the living God. How much greater a gift could we receive? 
we are also taught the extreme need for us to honor and cherish and protect the gift we have been given. As we see the mirror to the scripture, it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God, we are warned and comforted by the fact that, better is thought of us, that we will not be guilty of this. So once we have accepted Christ, we must understand, and accept the responsibility that comes with it. As scripture also states, we are bought with a price therefore we are no longer our own, an understanding that will help us understand what is expected of us. This is his prayer before his crucifixion, and through it we can understand better who we are in him and who he expects us to be in so much encouragement knowing, that just as he prayed this prayer almost 2000 years ago, he still prays for us today. These words spake Jesus, and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come, glorify thy son, that thy son also might glorify thee, as thou hast given him power, authority, over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. I have glorified thee on the earth, I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. And now, O Father, glorify thou me, alongside, with thine own self with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. I have manifested, revealed, thy name unto the men, humans, which thou gavest me out of the world, thine they were, and thou gavest them me, and they have kept thy word. Now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. For I have given unto them the words which thou gavest me, and they have received them, and have known surely that I came out from thee, and they have bellowed that thou didst send me. I pray for them, I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me, for thy are thine, yours. And all mine are thine, and thine are mine, and I am glorified in them. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee, Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one, as we are. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name, those that thou gavest me I have kept, and none of them is lost, destroyed, but, except for, the son of perdition, destruction. Referencing Judas Iscariot, that the scriptures might, would, be fulfilled. And now I come to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them thy word, and the world hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I pray not that thou should take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil, evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word, that they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. And the glory which thou gavest me I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one. I in them, and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, that the world may know that thou hast sent me, and hast loved them, as thou hast loved me. Father, I will that they also, whom thou hast given me, be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which thou hast given me, for thou hast loved me before the foundations of the world. O righteous Father, the world hath not known thee, but I have known thee, and these have known that thou hast sent me. And I have declared unto them thy name, and will declare it, that the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in them, and I in them. John 17.
So now we understand our relationship to Him and that our allegiance is not to this world, because we are not of the world but of the kingdom of God, and the kingdom of Christ which is yet to come. Please join me for part 2 when we will look at the invitation and just where we are invited to.